Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. like there's maybe two sides to the same coin here so you you just talked about the and i'll use my own way to describe it but basically the the wimpiness the the spiritual wimpiness that is just sort of out there where people don't have confidence at least not the right kind of confidence right. and there's a tendency to sort of shrink away mm-hmm. from difficulty or, or, you know, that we feel like God is calling us into just, there's a, there's a hesitancy to be strong, um, when it counts, but on the other side of that coin, it feels like just not necessarily within the church. I'm sure it's there, but just from a society standpoint right now, there's also this, as much as there's a, uh, a lack of strength on, on that one side, there, there almost seems to be this, um, this rigidity on the other side where it, it, it feels like everyone is moving toward a kind of perspective where there's, uh, there's no ability to think in gray area anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, we're, we're wimpy on the stuff that sort of matters from a spiritual perspective. Then we're overly rigid on all these other things and unwilling to budge. And we dig our heels in and we're, we're, super confident on, I would argue things that don't really matter. And I guess part of, part of the question for you is, um, within the church, uh, how do you feel like that? I mean, I, I think some of it comes from just the way politics has been framed in our country where there's, it's, it's one or the other, it's black or white, it's this or that. And we really can't, we can't think in or accept sort of nuance or gray area. And I don't mean morally. I think right. we should be black and white on moral issues right. as the church. But if it's not a moral issue, I think there's great strength in the ability of people to sort of nuance in their thinking. And it seems like we've lost all ability to uh, to have any sort of minutia in the way that we think and sort of have a, well, maybe it's a both and and not an either or. Right. Right. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And again, I, I think that, you know, speaking of Christians who have the Holy spirit, I, I think we need to allow the Holy spirit to fill us and to control us and not, not allow those kind of attitudes and stuff to, to prevail because we're, we're losing the, the battles and we're, we're losing the big picture by getting caught up in those things that, like you said, really at the end of it all doesn't, doesn't really matter. But Satan is a, is a, he's a master distractor and he has done a really good job, uh, at, at getting us as the church and as Christians to, follow after the red herrings that he's thrown up there instead of continuing to focus on the, the main things. And again, I think that we're partly as spiritual leaders responsible for that. We've got to continually call our people back to what are the priorities and what are we supposed to be here for? What, what are the biblical mandates that God has set out for us and just continually remind all of us of, of what they are and, 
try to not get caught up. I, I even think about, you know, someone like a Nehemiah in the book of Nehemiah that he's doing that great work. And there were all these people trying to get him to come down off the wall. And I loved his response. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm doing a great work for God. I'm not coming down. And I know over the years I, I've grown in that area, but I'm not there yet. But I think as spiritual leaders, as pastors, as as anybody who wants to make a difference for God in this world, you've got to get to a place where you go, I can't let everyone and everything pull me away from what I know God's really calling me to do. And maybe part of the answer, Stephen, is that now that I'm sitting here, you know, we're talking about this, is that Christians too, for the most part, don't really know what part they play and what they really are supposed to be focused on. So they get easily distracted and pulled away by all these other things. Maybe if they were as, say, again, going back to that key word, confident, like Nehemiah of what God had called him to do and was as passionate about it as Nehemiah, that we wouldn't be caught up in these minor issues because we would be so busy and so focused on what God's called us to, we wouldn't have time to get caught up on all those minor things. Yeah. And I mean, the distractions are like you said, I mean, that, that's that's one of the primary uh, tactics that it seems like spiritual evil loves to em- employ against us. But yeah, it's it's um it's kind of amazing when you look at just how uh, sort of upside down the messaging mm. of the world is. So like, for instance, I'm thinking as you're talking that, you know, Paul, Paul says that in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Gentile, there's neither slave nor free, that 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 our ethnicity shouldn't matter right. when, when you're within the body of of Christ, that your socioeconomic status shouldn't matter, that your, right. your, you know, your past and where you come from shouldn't matter. And yet the world is telling us that those are the only things that matter, right? right. It is yeah. your ethnicity, your race, that uh, your class, that all these other factors that Paul is like specifically saying like that, that shouldn't, that should be irrelevant to how right. we treat each other, that how, of how we conceive of, of one another, all that stuff is worldly and it should just sort of be put to bed. And I guess my question for you is if you were, if you were able to sort of advise uh, Christians just in at large in general about, you know, how, what are some things that we can do or think about to, to begin to sort of take back that kind of thinking that just is everywhere. It's, it's all anyone wants to talk about on the world how can we start to to sort of bring our thoughts back under subjection uh, to the mind of Christ and and to begin to recapture our thought processes and the way that we think about things and bring it in line with you know what the Bible teaches and what what sort of if I can use this term sort of kingdom thinking mm-hmm. should be as opposed to the way all the kingdoms of the world want us to think right right no. It's- it's good. I, I think during this, I've heard so many who have said, even admitted, like, oh, I, I can't watch, I, I got to stop watching so much news or so much TV or listening to this or that. And I think that's part of it is, yes, we need to focus more on the word of God and allowing the word of God to be more of a part of our life so that God can speak to us through his word. That's obvious. But I think we live in that day and age. And I, I've, said this before, I, I think one of the worst things that's ever happened to our world was a 24-hour news cycle because when I was growing up, there was a half an hour of news in the evening and that was it. And you just didn't, you weren't bombarded with 
all that you're bombarded with today. And I think Mm -hmm. that's part of the challenge is that with the 24 hour news cycle, it's nonstop talk about stuff ad nauseum. Mm -hmm. And I think that Christians even get caught up in just listening and getting sucked into all this. And what does Paul say in Philippians four? He says the, the God of peace will give you peace of mind whenever you think on certain things. And so he gives us that list there in Philippians four of the things that we should be literally drawing our minds down upon. And I think we've just allowed all these avenues and all these media outlets and all the stuff that's available to us. I mean, we literally have, you know, carry around, you know, our phones now 24 seven to where we're getting bombarded with in a sense, worldly messages to the point where we need to cut out most of that. And we need to reintroduce mostly spiritual messages and messages from God into our life to literally reshape our brain and reshape our mind and thinking. I mean, Paul talks about that to the Romans, you know, transforming our mind mm-hmm. or renewing our mind. And I don't think we're doing enough of that in the church where, you know, it's just like me. I mean, I, it's not discouraging, but, but sometimes you feel even as a pastor who teaches the word of God, like you're just throwing a grain of sand out there in the ocean because I may, even if, if our people are faithful and they come say every Sunday and Wednesday, so that's 52 Sundays and 52 Wednesdays, that's what a couple hours out of their whole week. Yeah. It's 104 hours a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and then you're hoping beyond that even, which that's not much, that it, they would have their own personal time every day in the word. But how much is that? Right. And, and just, I just feel like we're, we're taking in way too much negative and way too much uh, of anti-God messages or messages that oppose what God says. And we're not filling our minds with, with God's truth. And we're paying a price for it.